Welcome to Rachel Sermani's Finger That Points to the Moon podcast, episode three. I'm really, I'm very pleased to be here. And actually, I've decided that I would do this podcast um, with the help of my plants. My my shed is in two halves. It's so great. I love the shed. And um, there's one um, side, which is quite dark and dingy. Um, but it's the the studio side. It's been treated so that we we can record, and um, and that's great. But like my favorite side is this side, which is the the greenhouse. If you could see me right now, I am like in a jungle. There's there's I'm surrounded by green foliage, and the light is beautiful this evening. It's it's um it's the early, early evening. And it's Thursday, the something of July. You can hear the wind probably in the lawnmowers and the children playing next door. Um, but I thought that the, the plants might be able to aid me in this particular podcast because it's a wee bit different to the previous two. Um, but yeah, I've got a grapevine arching over me, wild. Um, some nasturtiums hanging from their their basket, like going all the way nearly to the ground. Um, tomato plants to my left, good many of them um, glowing right now in the sun. Some sweet peas, some of which were gifts from delightful neighbours. The chamomile is is looking all right. The coriander has bolted, if if that's the right term to give for coriander. So there's your there's my update on the. Po- on the uh, on the plants but um i'm calling in on them to help me with this one and i'll i'll give you a wee rundown a wee map of what's to come so i'll i'll be starting off with an actual practice and short meditation if you like to call it that i'm always sort of a little cautious to call any of this stuff anything because um it's hard to label and it narrows its potential qualities or accessibilities. Um, and, and I don't want to do that. I just want for this to be a sort of a flow. A little bit of visualization and sensory or sensual methods. You can just listen. Um, doesn't really matter where you are. I hope this is of benefit in some form. It's going to be very basic, very simple. I am in no way a qualified guide in these sort of things. The initial aspect of the practice will be to make to bring you to a place, hopefully, of feeling at home in yourself. And then we'll move into our surroundings and into the image and concept, notion and reality of our neighbours and our cohabitors. Quarantine has been a very interesting time. In Scotland here we're kind of coming out of lockdown number one. We have learnt a bunch of tools I imagine and discovered a bunch of things in this initial three to four months of inward turning and 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 distance making 
But one thing that's become apparent for me and for, I think, so many people is that you, you're not seeing a lot of people, you don't have a lot of company, but the people who you are living with and you are in the company of, um, it's magnified and intensified and, and uh, amplified all the stuff. It's made bigger. My friend Peter once described uh, a relationship I was in as a sort of hot pot cauldron like the um, the alchemists used. He was trying to explain that only through heat does the gold appear. I'm not sure quite what this, the actual process is, but essentially things have to heat up for things to transform and become of greater value or ultimate value and quality. So we can also see this time and those hard moments, those hot moments as that. Or, or certainly I can. After, after the practice, I'll just speak a little bit about some things that I've found really helpful in that world of feeling at home and for feeling protected. Um, so maybe you're in a comfortable position, maybe you're driving a car, maybe you're in your kitchen doing the dishes or making something delicious. So here we go. So find your place, relaxed, but you know, all right posture. Tilt your head down a little bit towards your heart, like a bow to the heart. We're not, we're not going to be investing too much in the mind right now. And all their busy thoughts and stuff. The busy thoughts will undoubtedly still be there, but we're just bowing to the heart. Maybe let your head rest a little to one side. And take some gentle breaths. Breaths that begin in your awareness at your nose all this delicious abundant air that surrounds you can be sipped through your nose your nostrils and you might feel it lift up those nostrils and into the back of your throat And down the windpipe. And of course, it moves into the lungs, but we're imagining, and then onwards, but we're imagining this breath that we've breathed from our nostrils and inwards to sort of surround and make space around the heart. You can imagine your actual heart or you can just imagine a space at your sternum. And, you know, make sure to let the breath get in around the back toward your spine to really surround the heart. And as you inhale, you can maybe imagine the breath 
carrying across and up the ridge of your cheekbones toward your ears. Like vines, the breath moves toward the ears and the ears open up like the petals of a lily. And feel your ears tingle with the breath. Feel it moving down into the back of the heart and around her. Here you are, a strange and calm lily elf. Or certainly there's potential for that right now. And follow the breath down to this space of the heart where you've been creating ever more breath around this area. And feel that space, this vital organ of your heart, begin to open like your ears, to petal out like a beautiful lily of whatever color of your choosing. And come to be aware that this lily is floating on some very beautiful, clear, crystal, quiet, still water, an expanse that goes beyond your inner vision. You can decide the weather. You can feel for it. You can feel for what's alive above and beneath the water. And follow your breath again, inhale and down to this lily of your heart. And when you're focused there, when you've come back to your body and into this heart space, this floating flower. We're gonna follow the flower down into its stalk. We go under the water and we feel the stalk moving downwards in our own body through the sternum, the solar plexus into the stomach, into the womb space the space of creation, whether you have a womb or not, whatever gender or not that you identify with, you can certainly identify, I'm sure, with a space of creativity. In the east, the area is the Tanden or the Dantian just below the belly button. We keep breathing, we keep being aware of this flower and this stalk that extends gracefully down, parallel with the spine, fluid like the spine, 
through the womb space and even further now we're going all the way down to where our upper body ends right between our legs maybe if you're standing you feel the roots begin to grow into your legs down to your heels and the soles of the feet maybe popping out all over the place down into the actual earth if you're sitting the roots can just begin around the pelvic bowl area and they reach down into a soft mud a dark shadowy light rippled nutritious soup of mud which like the water extends out beyond conception all around us here you are in the mud of yourself if you get lost in the visualization if you get lost in the sensation you can always just return to the breath at the nostrils and that sensation, that simple sensation of breath in and out at the nostrils. And if and when it feels natural to bring your mind or awareness down into the heart or further down and down into the roots, just allow that to be and continue to breathe. Continue to feel the fluctuations and the in and the out of your awareness. You get a good feel for this deep mud earth. And you're aware of all the fronds of root and system that hold you here and bring strength to this stock and beauty and burgeon this flower at your heart space. Now just move on up to the surface of the water and notice tiny, tiny ripples moving out from this floating lily. Tiny ripples and as you concentrate on them they become more pronounced. They're more vivid and lucid and the ripples go on and on out and you start to zoom out a little and you become aware that this lily has some company. This heart lily is surrounded by other heart lilies. They're all just floating there quietly. These lilies, the nearest ones to you, are the heart lilies of those that live nearest to you currently. The people that live with you in your house, potentially. Or the people who live upstairs, or downstairs, or next door, or over the road. They're all here. You start to recognize their flowers. And in this moment, you become a little bit aware of the outer world and 
all that is going on for these people. All that they're struggling with. You see the homes that they share. And the lilies in their circumference of contact and company. The work that they have to do. Or the work that they're without. The heat that they've been experiencing. The confusion. You see that in the outer and you see how how it creates a motion in the water. You can see their roots and their stalks through the clear water. You can see how they've grown, how they might have come to be there, how they might have come to be as they are. And you recognize these beautiful, delicate, and sturdy features. As you recognize in the external that they also know joy, their own version of peace. They have support despite the external differences. You are much the same in many ways. Now return with your breath to your own heart lily, the center of this flower and a small pool of juicy nectar. Again, you can choose what color this nectar is. It's sparkly, it has an incredible scent. And from this center, imagine the formation of a sort of rainbow figure start to emerge like a mist from around your flower. I wonder what they look like. Allow this figure to form and watch as this figure moves from the heart lily through the water, slowly and gently and gracefully, lovingly, this mist figure moves towards your near dear lily hearts, holding the palm upwards and in the center of the palm is just a few drops of your own heart lily essence of this nectar and you watch as the figure stretches out its arm until the hand hovers over the center of the lily whose name you know of whoever it is perhaps this person has caused you some strife some confusion of your own and slowly, slowly the hand tilts and the nectar drops 
into the center of the heart lily. Watch it settle. Continue to breathe. And as you continue to breathe, you come back to your own awareness of your own breath. And the figure moves back towards your beautiful lily heart self. Back through the clear crystal water. And when it reaches the lily, the mist figure dissolves back into nothingness. And your lily continues to float. And you continue to breathe. And you bring your awareness away and out from this tranquil inner world. Allow your breath to come free sigh it away if you've got a spare hand and feel like it you can bring your actual hand to your actual sternum and heart space and we close this practice I close this practice with you in a simple gesture of gratitude which only needs to be your hand on your heart So there you go, dear listeners. I hope that was um, nice for you. I quite enjoyed it myself. I'm definitely sure that my plants helped me in the uh, construction of the flow. I'm feeling zanned out. <laughs> but I told you I was going to say some other things afterwards. So it's probably good to bring us truly right up to the surface. Shake it off. Oh yeah, you can literally shake it off if you want. <clears throat> yeah, so... Living in our skin and living in our houses with our neighbours or our cohabitors is not always easy or simple. But there's a few things that like make us feel at home. And it doesn't have to be greatly indulgent or luxurious. But I, I believe we might have to start from a place of relative safety and even comfort if we're going to be able to manage ourselves around the difficult, sometimes difficult circumstances of our com the company we share. You know, Mother Teresa in Calcutta probably doesn't have in fact, definitely doesn't have many belongings or uh, much of a luxury or had much of a luxury to her living situation. But I have a strong sense that she felt extremely safe and filled with a comfort and a trust which allowed her to work and be of most benefit to those that surrounded her. So we don't have to be thinking too extreme though most of us are quite fortunate in that we've got a lot of nice things going on for us the things that have definitely been um 
helping me to have that is creating a really, really nice space for sleeping in. I always make sure everything is um, in its drawers or in the cupboards and the stuff, the washing that's hanging is um, taken out of the bedroom. Sometimes I sprinkle some rosemary oil or lavender oil on the bed sheets and I light a candle and burn a little bit of cedar or something. I, I kind of end the day. And in a similar way, I usually start the day with something similar. A small ritual where you're bringing some mindfulness into habit. And another thing that I've discovered in these past four months is definitely the power of plants. Um, my, my, the main piece of advice that I was so keen to like share or the information that I was keen to share with you regarding safety, um, and this is bound to sound ridiculous to many, but I've, I've come to, to, to feel like um, my house plants are like wee gargoyles. And they're so protective and they're so loving. And one, one succulent sits on the window just at my door, at my hallway. And it's like the entrance protector. And then I have a bunch of siblings that live in the living room all with our diff different foliage and colours. And there's something about them that just makes me feel like I'm in good company. That I'm well protected. And so my, my if there's one thing you could take away, is that uh, if you don't already own a houseplant, go get yourself a wee gargoyle houseplant. I think it's a great piece of advice but yeah like just just maybe if if you found that practice useful the interesting lily heart visualization i i had no idea where it was going um, and certainly for me it was really fun um and quite lovely feeling um let me know what you thought but maybe you can you can play around with it i'd love to hear how that practice or, or visualization or how that triggers for you um, any further creativity and and maybe also just remember to bring it into your body so that it's not just all in your head because our bodies are holding all of these experiences the stresses and the joys and the spaciousness and all of it so and 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 usually connecting with the breath is like the simplest and and most direct way for sure but anyway yeah I I, I think I'm just going to leave it at that and I, I really hope this was of some kind of benefit to you and I'm so glad that you're listening and I'm so glad that I finally got around to doing this and uh, my love to you as this strange time continues wherever you are um, take good care and thank you okay thank you bye